0: Folks have said that you can't fix stupid, so if you can't fix it, you may as well make fun of it. I'm Eric Lane, and this is my stupid world. a piece of my mind to so many people, it's a wonder I've still got a mind left. So if you find leftovers appetizing, there's plenty of them to go around. It's the perfect diet if you're going insane from everything going on in this stupid world. And it's created using Anchor. Anchor makes recording and sharing audio as simple as talking on the phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify, find out more at anchor.fm. Well, it's been a busy week, well, mainly because I uh, have a a wedding I'm involved in, mainly my son's wedding, but, uh, well, I won't say involved. I guess involved is not a good word. I really haven't been involved in it, but uh, I'll be attending it. Let's just put it that way. But uh, enough about my stupid world, but uh, some of the other (laughs) stupid world stories, I have to start off by saying that, you know, growing up, we um, had a barbecue grill, and like most American families, my dad would go get the charcoal briquettes and squirt lighter fluid on it, you know, and I'd make sure that I'd keep it going, you know, while he would go in and get the hamburgers and all that kind of thing. So uh then I had an experience involving charcoal when I was in like middle school. Um, I won't go into all the details, but let's just say it was a marshmallow eating contest and I was picked to be one of them, but I was doing it blindfolded and they were feeding me marshmallows. So, it was basically how many you could get in a person's mouth. Except, when I took off the blindfold, the marshmallows they were feeding me were all covered in charcoal dust. So, I had like blackface, unintentionally. Well, I say that to say now, um, I have now found a new body wash that has flecks of charcoal in it. So now I am, uh, I'm now taking a bath with charcoal cleanser. My, how times have changed. Well, anyway, I just thought that was a little odd. But uh, no, here are some fascinating stories that I have culled from our stupid world. Um, and I guess you have to appreciate one guy's ambition here. There's a story that was floating around on Reddit about a guy that uh, took it upon himself to plan his high school class 10-year reunion without consulting anybody. So the guy starts to go fund me. He's looking for three quarters of a million dollars for the reunion. That's right. That much. $750,000. Oh, he was also planning to take a 20% cut of, of that for himself. So when his classmates called him out, he posted on Facebook about how he came up with the numbers. He said it was 220 bucks for the hotel rooms, $80 buffets, 100 bottles of wine, $100, well, I should say $100 for bottles of wine, $100 in hiking boots and flights and rental cars for people that live out of town. As for his 20% fee, well, he says, quote, I'm sure professional event coordinators have a similar method of being compensated for their time and effort. And you guys have no idea if I plan to donate a substantial part of that to to a charity. Well, it turns out the class president and a few others were already planning the real reunion, and the guy wound up pulling down the GoFundMe without a single donation. But then he posted again saying he set this all up because he was hoping that a rich YouTube star named Mr. Beast would find out and cover the whole thing because, quote, he might have thought that it was a good idea for one of his videos. Okay, obviously he was not voted most likely to succeed by his classmates. (laughs) So then there is um, a story that uh, the government in the UK recently made the decisions to release its classified files on UFOs and aliens to the public. And boy, am I jealous. According to the new survey, 61% of Americans say that that we want our government to release all of our X-Files too. And the survey also found that 58% of people think the U.S. government investigates extraterrestrial life. And 39% think secret alien missions are conducted in Area 51. 23% believe that they've seen a UFO. And I think maybe the guy that's planning that that, that uh, high school reunion that nobody else knew about probably needs to uh, take a look at that. He might be an alien. I don't know. But uh, anyway, then, then there's this... Uh, Story that, and if this story counts as an assault, I guess every toddler on every airplane in history probably needs to be locked up. There's this woman, her name is Wendy Williams. I don't think she was the TV Wendy Williams, but she's from Virginia Beach, Virginia. She was recently flying to New Orleans to, or uh, from New Orleans to Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. She was on this American Eagle flight. So she says that the guy behind her would not stop punching her seat. Now, I've been on flights like that. You know, they keep bumping your seat. It annoys my wife to death. She can't stand it, even when the kids were little. You know, stop pushing on my seat. Couldn't stand it. This guy just wouldn't stop punching her seat, she she says. so. She even takes a video of him doing it, and she posts it on Twitter. It's not really super aggressive punching, but he does repeatedly jolt her seat. So the reactions are kind of split. I mean, on one hand, it does look like that would have been really awful to sit through this guy punching her seat. Um, So, I mean, you know, over and over and over, it would get a little annoying even for me. And she says the flight attendant would not even intervene and even got hostile with her about it. But on the other hand, the guy is in the last row and he's in a seat that doesn't really recline. And Wendy reclines her seat even when he asked her not to, which gave him very little space. Plus, some people think it was a little too much to post the video of the whole thing on Twitter. Now, let me just stop there, but let me say this, that um, American Eagle has not responded to her complaints and nobody really would have believed her without the video. But Wendy says she's missed time at work from all of her Injuries? Injuries? And she's planning to report the assault to the FBI. Really? Okay, well, now, here's the kicker. Um, they're now saying that um, reclining your seat now, to just recline your seat, is considered an assault. You have to ask, well, not not an assault, but it, it's considered, you have to ask permission. Delta Airlines, now, you have to ask permission before you recline your seat. Of course, you could be like, you know, um, the airline that serves the state college area, you know, um, where it's one of these new cheap discount airlines, kind of like Spirit Airlines, okay, Um, where they don't have any reclining seats. There's a way to solve that, okay? But reporting to the FBI, a guy that keeps punching your seat, you know, and calling it an assault, that's a bit much, well... This one is a bit over the top, too, Um with, uh, well, a woman here. um And this happened originally back in 2018. Let's just say Valentine's Day has emerged, so it's really great to hear about her again. Back on February 21st of 2018, this 32-year-old woman named Shannon Martin was busted for shoplifting after a grocery store in Corsicana, Texas. Okay, see, she intentionally... Um, took a dump in the back of the pol- police car. So she'd have a place to hide her uh, crack, her crack pipe, and a Valentine's Day card. So the cop wound up uh, sifting through that uh, present in the back seat and found all the drugs and the card. And it's really not clear, by the way, if it was a Valentine's Day card as she had shoplifted, even though it was a week after the holiday or one she'd gotten as a gift. But Shannon wound up pleading guilty to possession of controlled substances and tampering with evidence and got probation last year. But her probation was revoked in September when she kept violating the, the agreement, and now she's been sentenced to three years in prison. Now, well, there you go. And uh, we've got a real genius award going to this one. An argument between two Michigan moms. This is just too good. It it, it grew into a physical fight in an Ann Arbor Middle School, police say that this woman starts arguing around 9 a.m. on February 10th inside the Slawson Middle School. The disagreement stems from the mother's children not getting along with each other. So the kids don't get along with each other, and neither do the the moms. I mean, the, the verbal sparring then turns into a physical alteration. Like 20 minutes later, the fight was during uh, was during a dance recital. And get this, it was for the National African-American Parent Involvement Day. Sometimes what schools need is not parent involvement. <laughs> so the fight wasn't even racially motivated, but the school was actually placed on a soft lockdown. That's right. The Ann Arbor Public Schools spokesperson, Andrew Cully, says that, that the school routine resumed after the police got there. Both parents weren't even arrested, but they are being interviewed by police and they are continuing an investigation. Now, believe it or not, this actually makes people of Michigan really happy, you know, because after watching the Tigers and the Pistons and the Lions and the Red Wings, you know, they're just happy to see someone putting up a fight, frankly. I mean, these two really need a contract with the MMA, which in this case would stand for mom martial arts, I guess. And if you've been checking the social media in the past few days, I know I did this just for a gag... You might have seen this. A lot of videos with uh, people seeing pictures of their brooms. I know I'm probably uh, not as shocked as you, but a lot of teenagers know what a broom looks like. I know. You know, a lot of teenagers was able to discover a broom. But this is for a new viral uh, video or photo thing called the Broomstick Challenge. Now, that's when you stand a broom up and let go, and it magically stays. Stay. This started going few days earlier because somebody had tweeted a day of the standing broom and then they said that it would only work on that particular day because NASA said that was the day and the only day that a broom stand up on its own because of the gravitational pull. If the only pull that was going on was someone pulling this woman's leg. <laughs> but it's not true! NASA never said that! And you should also be able to stand the broom up and it's on its own any other day of the year because the broom's low center of gravity. But still, that's almost as good as taking someone snipe hunting. You know, I, this, this woman needs to be taken out for a snipe hunting excursion somewhere in western Arkansas. <laughs> oh my gosh. that was almost as much fun as a true story. Whenever I was in like senior high, we're in business class. And, um you know, we got the little attachines or whatever on the, you know, back in the Stone Ages. And and uh, the teacher wasn't there because she's sick. So they brought in a substitute teacher. So the entire class is sitting here and we're waiting for our substitute teacher, which was a retired teacher, like an 80-year-old woman who who wears, you know, really tight shoes and uh, a, a, a navy blue white polka dot dress, horn rim glasses and snow white hair. And her she was a 250 pounds. And her name was Bess Hooper. Sweet lady, love her to death. But she calls, she's called in for substitute teaching. And about five minutes after class had gotten in there, she comes stumbling in and looks around at everybody and she says, is this business class? And somebody smartly remarked, no ma'am, no, this is history. And she turned and walks out. And she was gone for 45 minutes, looking, wandering the halls, looking for the biz class. Okay? until the principal shows back up with Miss Hooper in tow and gives the class a good wing out for sending Miss Hooper all over the school looking for business class. But we got a kick out of it. And then here's the revenge of an every old person who's ever yelled at some dang kids to turn down that music. There's this 82-year-old guy named Ian Trainer. He lives in Liverpool, England, and he doesn't hear so well. So, whenever he listens to music, well, yeah, he really cranks it up. I mean, he blasts it. And what does he listen to? Classical music. And to the point after a few years, the neighbors calls the cops on the guy. Back in, a few months ago, his neighbors got a court order banning him from playing his classical music above a, quote, normal talking level of 65 decibels. But he ignored the warning and just kept on blasting it. So he was arrested, violating the order, and he got sentenced to 24 weeks in jail. Uh, I'm not making this up. Wow. Now, it wasn't long ago that we also observed the uh, anniversary of the um, establishment of the launching of a a global positioning system satellite in orbit, like in the 60s. So now we're like two decades that we've all been using GPS. I think that, well, everybody would know that if Google tells you to go to some place that doesn't naturally look like you should. You probably need to override the GPS. Like if it tells you to go into a body of water? Well, nope. Now, the funny thing is, this actually happened to me, but I'll get to that in a minute. So this guy's visiting Minneapolis, using Google Maps to get walking directions back to his hotel three o'clock in the morning, and he walked right into the Mississippi River. Fortunately, firefighters were there to rescue him, and he only wound up with a mild case of hypothermia. But when they asked him why he walked into the water, he just said it was, Google Maps told him to cross the river. Uh, the fire department spokesman says that May could have walked across the bridge instead. But true story, finding a home of a guy, he is having some members of some other friends for like a dinner. So we're all going to find this guy's house in the middle of the Pennsylvania woods and the Sticks and Tuleys. And so I'm in the back seat because my wife has arranged the, the the directions and where to meet them. So she is not real technically literate, but she manages to put it in the Google Maps. And grandma's in the front seat. So we have Thelma and Louise doing the navigating. And I'm in the back seat, minding business, checking email or looking at my phone until we realize that we're not at this guy's house. We're in the middle of nowhere and so now she's in the address so we end up at this guy's someday house on the side of a mountain in the middle of the woods on an icy dirt road with a goat in the front yard and i'm not making this up the goat walks right up to my grandma's passenger window and just stares at her and so my wife wants to know how do we get to this guy's i said well put the address on the gps she says i did and google maps told me to go here I said, is this the street we're supposed to be on? I don't know. <laughs> Did we bother to look for a sign? I don't see a sign. Well, not out here you wouldn't. So I had to instruct them to just backtrack the way we came, get back on the last road that we've all recognized and start counting mailboxes. I mean, sometimes we depend a little too much on our GPS, but when it's owning a PC or a Mac, maybe you should know that some PCs might be actually safer for malware. Antivirus company Malwarebytes, which I use and I recommend, released a report that says Macs are more susceptible to malware than your Windows PC. I did not know that. Now, the company says that in 2018, Macs averaged about 4.8 threats per endpoint, but that number balloons to 11 in 2019. Now, for, by comparison, Windows devices saw 5.8 threats per endpoint last year. Now, Malware, Malwarebyte says for Mac issued largely sims from adware and cleaning programs like Mac Keeper and Mac Booster. But first, it was widely believed that Windows was less safe, uh, to run compared to Mac. But it seems it was just that a lot more people were running Windows at the time. So the bad guys put their focus on the PCs. But Mac are now much more popular, popular enough to warrant more attention from those looking malware. Or you could forget both of those operating systems altogether and forget Mac or Windows and go right to Linux, because that's what I use. I use Ubuntu Linux. No malware, no viruses, no cost. It's all free, even the updates. Yes, ubuntu.com, in case you want to know. I'll put the link in the notes if you want to really. And trust me, I mean, you'll. I've been using Ubuntu Linux for about seven years. I've never gone back. I've never even looked in the rearview mirror. Okay. And then there is a 28-year-old man. His name is Kaiser Pontoon. He was arrested for the 66th time in Sarasota, Florida. This time for failing to appear, drug charges, being a felon with a firearm, and for officers on a chase. Now, his other arrests have been for things like aggravated assault and drugs. Criminal defense attorney Derek Bird explains that some people just got light sentences, and then they're released back into the community when they just start committing crimes again. He adds, uh, it takes several convictions uh, for them to even make it to prison. So we already see on a local level how important it is to keep these criminals off the streets. So first off, this guy's Kaiser Pontoon. Really? And I'm supposed to be surprised he's been arrested 66 times. (laughs) The only people that should be facing charges here are parents who named this guy Kaiser Pontoon. (laughs) Gosh. Oh my gosh, and uh, for all you folks that love to uh, hurt on vegans, a vegan was filmed screaming out cows' souls in a McDonald's restaurant in New Zealand. This really happened, and thankfully it's, it's not in this country, but the footage made its way to Reddit and talk, and uh, in this video, this woman is yelling, these cows are on the effing ship, and they're alive, and they have souls... It's believed she was protesting about a livestock ship that was departing uh, Tanakaki on January 31st that was transporting 4,000 cows to China for farming. So she continues, And you don't give an effing at all. Uh, All you in this room, I hope when you die you get to meet those souls. Those cow souls. I guess all dogs go to heaven and so do all cows. I mean, McDonald's customers don't even care about their own health, let alone cow souls. You know, I know I'm as, sure as you are. The McDonald's actually uses real beef. I mean, really, she probably should have taken her gripe to Wendy's. They, they probably would have had a little more more uh, sympathy. I guess I don't know, but that's just a few of the latest stupidity that I've been running across. I would like to talk and maybe give you a little more examples, but I've got my own set of stupidity to worry with right now. I have a wedding to go. Unfortunately, the whole family feels like it's going. We're going to a funeral, but uh, you know, hey, we wish the newlyweds the best, you know, and uh, hopefully, I won't be reading any uh, stories from their stupid world. That's what I'm hoping, anyway. There is really nothing that is off limits that I would not talk about. So. If you're insane enough to ask, I'm insane enough to reply. So if you have questions, suggestions, or recommendations about something, or maybe a guest that maybe you would like to hear from, maybe it could be you that would like to be a guest I could interview uh, for an upcoming podcast, then just uh, simply email me at shoutout at insaneericlane.com it's insane e r i k l a n e.com or just send me a message you can do that from whatever podcast platform you are listening to or just go to podcast.insaneericlane.com uh there at our anchor podcast network page uh, there's a pretty good chance that um, I'll feature it in a future podcast so oh and uh, don't forget to follow and interact with me on Facebook and Twitter also at insane eric Lane and of course it would really rock if you actually subscribe to the podcast and then share it with everybody in your stupid world Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane and visit InsaneEricLane.com.